Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Half-Backed Podcast, the Round 13 edition. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Very, very excited for this week. There's only five games uh, in the NRL round, but I love the look of a few lines. I reckon the bookies have a couple of way off. There's mass outs across the teams because of obviously the origin sides being selected this week. It's thrown a spanner in the works. Uh, Essentially, I think the bookies are absolutely rattled. It's a great week for punting. Here to try and find a few winners with us is, as always, one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Cambridge halfback Sam Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate? Going well, boys. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a. I think there's a lot of value if you like a team this week, due to the injuries and changes. There's some some fluctuations and some prices that um, you know you can make a case for some of the outsiders. You can make a case for some of the shorter price uh, teams and players as well. So if you're confident about something this week, I, I think that there's some value around. Yeah. Uh, also with us is XTB data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. And Jimmy, really intrigued to see what your lines tell us this week because as a bloke who has his modelling around the lines and plays in and out, mate, I, I have no idea what they're going to throw up. Yeah, mate, like this weekend is just like you said, like the bookies are just rattling their brains going, what are these players worth to their club sides? And, you know, I've kind of made a guess. I think I'm going to probably go against you guys with a few bets, which might be interesting. Mm. Um, but, yeah, hopefully I'm probably more on the more conservative side. They're, they're, they're obviously worth a lot, but they're not as worth as what as much as the bookies may be suggesting in some regards. But well, who knows? We'll only know at the end of the round. Husey, put you on the spot here, mate, but obviously having spent plenty of time working at the TAB, these rounds where it is obviously harder, like the data wouldn't tell you a lot because, you know, edges, everything chops and changes. Do you think these rounds would be fill-ups for bookies or do you think they would be ones where better opportunity for the punters or is it each to their own? I think the answer is it's a volatile one. It's like yeah, yeah. you're either the bookies are either going to clean up or the punters are either going to clean up. It's not going to be just a standard week in on the trading floor. So basically if they get it right, usually – the general public is kind of, you know, they've all got their thoughts. All these players are really, really valuable. So uh, they load in on certain things and uh, sometimes they're just fingers crossed and hoping for the best just like we are as punters. I know one thing, mate, the halfback podcast, we're going to clean them up. We cleaned them up last week. We cleaned them up the week before and round 13 is going to be no different. Let's go to last week's recap. Sam, I'll start with you. Lock, Cam Munster, anytime trisker at $2.50. Mate, that is uh, it's a nice bit of green for, for the week for you. It is. You wait till you hear this week's lock of the week. <laughs> There'll be none of this dollar sixty stuff around now. Uh, yeah, it was good. He um, uh, felt he was in for a big game and effort areas. Uh, that's where he scores a lot of tries. Um, yep, so that's a ding. You had uh, your Hail Mary of the week was a $21 shot. All three of us went really hard on the Sharks last week. We just missed out on a couple of try scorers. 
but they did do a big job on the night. So we, we you know, I said they, they paid off for us, maybe not in terms of the actual betting, but tips. And hopefully people did play around going hard on the Sharkies. Jimmy Hughes, your lock of the week. The Storm giving away the five and a half star. You, you went against the curse of betting against the Dolphins uh, and that paid off to $1.79. So you nailed your lock. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It got a bit nerve-wracking towards the end there with the two Dolphin tries to uh, kind of claw it back, but uh, we got away with it. So that minus five and a half got us home. And, and, you know, we're about to hear some good news that hopefully some punters backed all three of our locks because mm. what have you got for us, Timmy? Yes, well, just quickly, your value of the week. You had a bunch of lines together. The Raiders cooked it. That was $7, so just missed there. And I had my lock of the week for the uh, about the 27th consecutive week got home. James Tedesco, anytime try score at $2.40. He scored a double for the Roosters, despite uh, the side themselves being pretty bloody ordinary. But, yeah, so, boys, Sam, that's, uh, I think, two or three weeks in a row, three from three locks. So, as I said, people do follow us in with the locks, and I know they multi them. So that would have been a pretty healthy one last week. Yeah, that's right. I think everyone's had a um, had had some wins. As long as we're ahead of the game and um, we get some pluses in front of our ROI, then we're all happy. So yeah, going well, boys. Going well, guys. We are exclusively using better markets for our plays throughout the NRL season this week. The SC Playbook Special, Kalen Ponga, snubbed from the Maroons. I think he's going to have a field day against Manly. Fifty-five plus fantasy points, NRL fantasy points. That is into a Greg Marju try at $4.50. The only place, any bookie, that you can get NRL fantasy betting. To follow along with our plays, you can find the link to any of our weekly SC Playbook multis in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social media posts that we do send out. By going through those channels, let's bet our note that we sent you. So much appreciated. If you do want to link up and get on this market, uh, you do jump into that link. Important also to remember, that you win some, but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sam, I'm going to start quickly with the Origin teams because they were named, obviously, at the start of the week. And your mate, Hudson Young, named for his State of Origin debut, starting on the edge uh, you'd be straight for him. What's he going to bring to the Origin Arena? Well, the most overused words in the Rugby League dictionary is he's made for Origin. So I will not be using them words. <laughs> but Hudson Young, you can read between the lines. He's tough. He's um, He's got a bit of niggle. He competes on absolutely every single play. Uh, he's built like a brick shithouse. And <laughs> he is... Playing some footy in the form of his uh, the form of his career. So look, I just think that it's a it's I don't see it as a risk picking Hudson because those attributes mean that you're going to go there, you're going to compete on every single play. Now, for many many years, we've spoken about Origin is about moments and win, winning moments. Well, Hudson over the last eighteen months has probably won more moments as a back row than anyone in the mm-hmm. game. Last year, there was two or three games where he single-handedly pulled something out of his bum uh, to, to win a game for the Raiders. This year, I, I said at the start of the year, I don't know how you try and match what he did last year. And then he goes around and um, I think they might have been up by two at the time, at one-on-one rake, 18 metres out against the Dragons and runs the field. These sort of things, they don't just happen. They don't happen by chance and luck. It's purely him putting himself into every single play. Uh, and I've got no doubt he'll do the same. You know, it's very hard to try and replicate the, the moments that he's been doing at NRL level, but I've got no doubt he'll be able to um, make his presence felt come next Wednesday night. He reminds me, Sam, and of 
a bit like a forward version of Cameron Munster. And it ties back into a quote of yours from last week when you had Munster as your lock anytime try score. And you just said he can score in so many ways because he's a freak. He has this freakish will to win. Hudson Young, obviously a bit different being a back rower, but he's got one of the best strips in the game. You know, he can take an intercept. He can run the length of the field. He's a mongrel. He's a competitor. He'll grab a throw and kick for himself and score a try in big moments. Lots of similarities between these two. Yeah, there is. And that quote will no doubt be up as a meme next to Martin Luther King and the whatnot going <laughs> forward. It's very prophetic for me. Um, yeah, look, he's, um, he is. He is. They, they are very similar. And look, I think Freddie likes his, his little bit of niggle in his game. I think he's a he's the sort of player that I, I reckon he's come a long way over the last couple of years, as has Corey Horsburgh. Uh, they're starting to understand the the difference between being a niggler, um, competitive, and, and giving away silly penalties. Look, there's always going to be a bit of a way to go, but Hudson's finding a bit of that balance. I think last week, even the most ridiculous ten minutes in rugby league history last weekend, when he got put in the put in the bin, um, he's come across and dead set pushed this bloke and. For God knows why, we've ended up with two blokes in the bin because there was a push and shove, which, uh, look, referees, if you get 50-50s wrong, I, I, don't, I, I can move on, but that was absolutely ridiculous. It just, neither of them deserved to go. I don't know what what Hudson did. I'd love to get a screenshot of every single time that happens over the next month because it'll probably happen 20 times. No one will go to the bin. It was ridiculous. But anyway, that's another topic. Uh, yes, Hudson goes good. <laughs> Hudson goes very good. I can just I can just picture it right up there next to we shall overcome because of the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Martin Luther King. Cam Williams, twenty twenty three, half that podcast. Cam Munster, anytime try scorer, moral, can score in a bunch of different ways, mongrel. <laughs> and Hudson Young goes good. And Hudson Young goes good. Poetic. Uh, it's honestly, um, I'm in the wrong game. Anyway. Uh, boys, let's get stuck into uh, what we will do as well. Obviously, recording on the Thursday, Origin next Wednesday. Once we get more settled teams, in the SC Playbook subscriber-only WhatsApp group, we have a halfback punting thread. The game will also be on the Wednesday before we record this, so we will drop our plays for State of Origin in that chat for the SC Playbook subscribers. Sam, let's go to you, mate. Your Brian Bevan lock of the week, 65% of our play. Yeah, lock of the week this week. Okay, so this has probably got to be up there with one of the longest-priced locks we've seen on the podcast. Good. But... I've gone with both AJ and Tane Milne to score a try this weekend. I haven't gone the Bunnies to win the game. I haven't thrown that in there. But I do feel with Blake Taff at fullback, I think he's going to be creating some room for his outside men. Uh, I think he's got a really good passing game. I, I think he's a good ball runner as well. But this is the thing about it. What doesn't change is the bloke wearing the number six jersey. Cody Walker is still the best half, in my opinion, at creating space for his men on the outside. And I think that with the, on the back of the passing game of Blake Taff, I think that both wingers will see some opportunities. Now, you've also got Campbell Graham playing in the centres. He runs a really good tight line. Um, if he can get on the outside at some point on the back of what Cody does, I just think that the wingers could, could, could see some um, opportunities. Now, it's a tough one because I really see the Raiders bouncing back. I think they're too good a side to 
to let what happened last week happen again this week. So that's why I haven't gone the Bunnies to win. I just think the Bunnies wingers are the ones who who might see some tries this week. So for $3.80, you can get AJ and Milne to score. Mm, yeah, really surprises me saying that one. For that reason that Bunnies missing a lot through Origin. Raiders, who had, five, had won five on the trot, they had a bad loss last week. They only lose Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead's out injured. So, you know, pretty close to full strength. Do you not see the Raiders turning it into that grinding style of footy where, you know, it could potentially be a low scorer? It could be. It really could be. And I think that the Raiders, as I said, they'll bounce back. They were they were um, very disappointed last week with how they performed at home. I actually think that the Raiders are going to play really, really well. Mm. And I think they'll show there with the, with, the, with the right attitude. But as I said, I just think that the way the way Cody ties up his men, the passing game, I, I think if there's tries to be scored, it's going to be on the outside of the Raiders as opposed to be going through this side. So, look, it could be <laughs> – I'll tell you what, a 14-10 Raiders victory with AJ and Mills scoring, that will do me nicely. Um, but, yeah, I just think if you're going to play some value this week around try scorers in, in that game, I think it's the outside men of um, the Bunnies who, who might get it. Yeah. Fair play, mate. I'm just looking up the uh, where the bunnies score their tries because it'd be pretty interesting. They, yeah, pretty incredible. And to exactly to your point, mate, forty three percent of their tries on their left edge, forty nine percent on their right. Only eight percent of the tries are scored through the middle. That is, I believe, very comfortably like of all the teams in the competition, the most dominant for it's all on their edges. So ties in nicely. Husey, your so for context. The next closest in terms of tries through the middle is Parramatta score only 15% through the middle. And then you go all the way to the Dragons. Uh, all the Sharkies 10% through the middle as well. So they're low. Uh, Husey, your lock of the week, mate. Boys, I'm going to go for Brisbane in this one. Uh, plus eight and a half versus New Zealand Warriors. I know, obviously, they've got a, a few boys out. Walsh, Carrigan, Haas and the like. Um so obviously some important players, but if there's a team that knows how to play through origin time and have done it historically, I guess, you know, they've always got four or five blokes in, in the team is the Broncos. So I'm hoping that Kevy, you know, he's got his spine basically there outside of his fullback. Reynolds is back from last week. So I think if they want to really be a, a promising team throughout the year, they've got to learn how to play without these top dogs. So... I'm going to take that Brisbane plus eight and a half at a dollar ninety. Husey, because a big part of your modelling is, you know, uh, the the impact of key players to the line and how that influences it. In a week like this, where there are mass outs, and and Brisbane are a great example, it, does it? How does that change your perspective on on your plays? Yeah, so like just though, just if you, the guys I mentioned, Walsh, Carrigan, and Haas, like combine those together, I put them at around 10, point, 10 points of value. Um, you know, like there's theories out there that they could snowball a little bit, like multiple of them being out at the same time can, can impact a bit more. So it's like more than the sum of the parts. So instead of 10, maybe they're worth 12 or 13 together. Uh, it definitely happens in the AFL. If you've got four of the best players out in an AFL team, like you know, that snowballs massively. Um, I think with league, not as much, but you know, time will tell uh, with with this weekend and this bet. I think. 
He's one that will polarise the yes, the half-backed punting faithful because our plays go against each other, Husey, and it's a very small opportunity for us to get all three locks. I have gone with the Knights and the Warriors both to win by over 6.5 points. So I think based on your play, the Warriors seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. It would need to be the, the margin exactly for us to – so, yeah, it might be a little bit tricky to put all of our locks together this week. <laughs> Matt, I oh, just think – Massive fill-up if you did it, though. Yeah, great fill-up if you do. So I, I just think that they're just missing – as for all the reasons you mentioned, Husey, the Broncos are missing so many, but speaking less about them, I think the Warriors have been fantastic this year. We I mentioned we keep speaking about like teams off the bye and how they're – more often than not, uh, winning sides. The Warriors coming off the bye, they're not too far off full strength. They're missing a couple still, but they've got a very strong outfit at home. We've seen in the past, I know last year the Broncos threw the origin period. There's a game that might have been against the Raiders where they, they turned up and actually beat them up at Suncorp, I think it was. It was quite impressive. But we've also seen, seen games where they're missing a Payne Haas or Pat Carrigan where I think they really struggle through the middle. So while I do think they can get up for it a little bit, I think the Warriors are going to have way too much from here. And the Manly Seagulls, I think the game to really target this week, and I've got it in my value, but the Knights versus Manly, the Knights with Ponga's origin snub, Dane Gagai's origin snub, they only lose Tyson Frizzell. They're near full strength. Adam Elliott's back in there. Kurt Mann could come back in. So in Newcastle, it's Manly missing with three Chaboyevich brothers and Daly Cherry Evans. I think that, and that's definitely the game to target. So I've got with Knights and Warriors, both win my over six and a half at $2.98. Sam, your value play of the week. Value play. I've gone to the Eels and Cowboys game. I'm not so sure that this isn't the biggest, um, like the margin that you're getting at the moment is probably a little excessive. But for a value player, I really do like it this week, actually. I think Parramatta win. I think Sebo scores. And I think Mitch Moses scores. Uh, you get $5.25 about that. Um, cool. Look, you, they're missing some troops, the Cowboys. Um, I think that the Eels are starting to find confidence, and that's one big thing. Confidence and scoring points is such an important part of a team who we know can score points, we know who can attack, but confidence to throw a pass or take the line on, I think they're starting to find a little bit of it. Um, so I think Parramatta, I think they win the game. And, and look, Sevo on the left, he's, he's always going to be thereabouts. He, he just bulks up that. Price a little bit more. Mitch Moses is the big value within that. Mm. I just think that you still get about $3.50 roughly for him to score any time. So you can play around with him by himself as well. But for a value bet and $5.25, I actually really like it this week. I mentioned it before that Mitch Moses always seems to be, it's obviously data-based the way the bookies do it, but particularly in games where Parramatta heavily favoured, you always seem to get really good value from Mitchie Moses. So rate that. Sam, are you putting the Sharpie through the Cowboys this year as finals contenders after last week? They've been very ordinary. Obviously, a few players to come back, but they're it's looking tougher and tougher. Well, the biggest part for them at the moment is, uh, as you say, you sit, they're sitting down that bottom end of the ladder, um, 14th at the moment. The teams above them have got a falter still. Look, you've got the Eels who are one game ahead of them. Mm. Um, equal points, I think they might be. Um, you've got the Roosters ahead of them. You've got three sides within the Knights, Seagulls and Titans who are inconsistent, but thereabouts. 
But those sides really have to – a lot of them have got to falter unless two of the top eight fall out. So oh, I've got grave concerns about where they can go from here. There's enough time to turn it around. I wouldn't put the line through them, but this week's probably a really big one. Like if they, if they can jag this win today uh, – this week, um, they, they jump the eels and things change rapidly in, the, in terms of their season. But you lose it and you really are starting to fight um, a real uphill battle. Mm. Husey, your value play of the week, mate. Uh, you'll find it quite funny because you've obviously gone hard against Manly. I've, uh, again, I'm, I'm taking a plus in that game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, turbos, like you said, are out. Uh, cherry out. But um, plus 11.5, I think, was just a little too nice to not take up for me. Um, I'm putting that into Parramatta, so with you, Sam, there, Parramatta minus 15.5 and and into the Dolphins minus 5.5 against the Dragons. So that's all going to roll out at $6. I think, you know, Dolphins, Wayne Bennett, he's already kind of had a couple of those guys that are out this week out before and hasn't overly affected their performance. Dragons got Benny Hunt out, obviously, and agree with all Sam's sentiments on the Parramatta stuff. So... That's uh, my three-leg multi for $6. Husey, Manly can't win without Tom Trebojevic. They can't win without Jake Trebojevic, and Daly doesn't miss many games, so I assume they can't win without Daly either. You multi <laughs> them three together. How do they get close to this game? <laughs> mate, it's all, all about just getting that plus, mate. I don't think they're going to win by any means whatsoever, but 11.5, I think, is... Is, is enough to you know, hopefully manly keep keep knights in the game for long enough to to not get too out to get too out of hand and and uh yeah plus can get up and i guess your your six i think was it six six and a half minus so we could both get up still um so we'll see yeah i don't know if we can mate uh sam i'm just doing some little uh live tweaks to my punt so i'm going to, to my value so i'm going to throw to you for your steve jackson hail mary of the week which is 10 percent yeah look there's been much made and the, there is a reduced round this week so the, we're always going to have a fair few overlaps in some of our plays but i've gone to the knights uh i think that they win the game um I just think that there could be some value in it if they happen to get a bit of a role here. If they if they really do find some chinks in the armour of the Manly side, I think that there could be some some value. I really do think that the Knights are going to have a real look at that left edge of the Manly Seagulls last week. Schuster had a couple of quite poor reads around him. Now, there was a try that Elliot Whitehead scored in the first 10 minutes of the game where he just went straight through uh, – I, this week, I really do think what becomes hard as a half is that that little bit of a balance to check your inside runner and then get off and actually get the fullback out the back. I don't think Schuster can afford to let that sort of um, try happen this week. He's got to come in on him. I think it'll open up for Ponger out the back. Now, Ponger also turns the corner. So what I mean by that is once, that, once he gets out the back and, and the defender sort of sinks in and he turns the corner and goes through that gap between the centre and the half. I think he'll look to do that quite a bit. But even if he doesn't, he's got that pass in him where he can play long and short. So I think that the Knights' right side uh, around Ponga, um, so I've gone Dom Young to score, Kalen Ponga to score and Gagai to score. 
I've also got Fitzgibbon on the left. He runs that really good drift line on the half. It's a hard thing to defend. I think the centers are going to be looking to go out the back and get Ponga. Don't let him run with the ball. So that little bit of a chink in the armor might create that Fitzgibbon uh, drift line on the outside shoulder of the opposition half. Uh, Knights to win. 29 bucks. I know there was a lot of info in there, but Fitzgibbon, Gagai, Ponga, Young, Knights, 29 yeah. The beauty about that, Sam, is it's pretty much my value play to a small extent, so I don't need to dribble on for too much. For all the same reasons, I, I this was one that stood out straight away from me when I started looking at plays. I've gone the Knights, same game multi. Knights giving away the nine and a half line. Greg Marju, anytime try scorer. Lachlan Fitzgibbons, anytime try scorer at $7. Uh, all those reasons. You can also throw in, not punting wise, but... Um, is a part of my plays, but even Jack Johns is a roughie. I think Johns will be going at, he'll be going at Schuster and Samuel Afina, who plays his third game in the NRL. I think there's opportunities everywhere there. So uh, that's seven bucks. Uh, Husey, your Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the Week, 10 cent. Uh, boys, I jumped the gun a little bit and thought I'd make an origin play because there's not much for you <laughs> weekend. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we put the numbers together for Origin and unfortunately we basically landed straight on the market. We've got the Blues two-point favourites. So can't help anyone with any line betting there, but um, I'm kind of just going to go for a couple of anytime try scorers. I think Cobbo is uh, playing excellent footy. I think he's going to get over with a nice Queensland backline. And then from the Blues, I'm looking at Latrell, Mitchell and Luai. Uh, Luai scored last year um, in game three. And I think uh, we're going to probably see a bit of action down his edge with uh, with Mitchell as well. So I'm hoping those two guys have a bit of a field day together um, in that assumption there that they're together. They are right, boys. He'll be on Mitchell on the left, surely. Who's that? Luai and? Mitchell. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of basically where where I'm going to probably uh, lean for that one, and that gets me twenty nine dollars in the Origin arena. Yeah, Trell. If Trell's going at Tabuai Fido, Val can play both edges, but normally plays left edge. So probably at Tabuai Fido, mate, Trell's going to give him a bath. I can't yeah. wait for it. And you got your old Hudson Young. We've talked about him all day. Mm. He's going to be on that left edge too. So it could be could be a Very field good, mate. I've uh, somebody normally goes more towards end time try scores. I, I said I really like the Lions this week. So my hail mary, obviously gone the the Warriors giving away a twelve and a half start. The Raiders to win by six point five uh, over six and a half points. Kalen Pong anytime try scorer. Dylan Brown anytime try scorer. That is at fifty dollars and fifty three cents. Spoken about the Warriors, I, I can't wait to get Sam's thoughts on the Raiders game shortly. We've already spoken about them a little bit, I suppose, but. I just think the Bunnies, with a lot of key players out, the Raiders only missing two edge back rowers. I've got Harry and Naira who comes in there, really great replacement on the edge. So I think the Raiders, starting as outsiders, I'd have them as favourites for this one. So gone with those four Warriors, Raiders, Lions, KP, Dylan Brown, end time try scorers. Guys, over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. I've spoken with Patty and George about this in detail. They've told. told oh, They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or a two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. So what does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by $737 extra per month. It's a lot of extra money to have to find in the budget. If you're not sure when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts, Patty and George, a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on finances. You'll save yourself 129 bucks on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. 
So mention SC Playbook when you do get in contact. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice or call 02-9521-1611. All that plus their emails are on the website scpublic.com.au in the articles. Sam, let's get to your tips for the week. Jimmy, just, just quickly before we jump onto that, I, I have a bit of a gripe to pull here. I think Sam was giving us a bit of grief last week, you and I, about this podcast being just about him. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Given that, given that it, it is, is. Which it is, yes. Which, which it is, apparently. Um, <laughs> given that it is, I feel like next week, surely he should read out the ad because I think you're working a bit too hard given it's his podcast. Hey, mate, I, I'm all for it and I think – Probably the best bit of logic that's ever been spoken on this, Sam. Yeah, well, how about this? How I mean, if the lock doesn't get up, I started off. If the lock lock gets up, I'm making the punters money. I get to put back and put, sit back and put the feet up. All right, we'll do that. You read the ad next week if your lock doesn't get up, which with both bunnies wingers against the almighty raids, uh, mate. This is karma coming at you for going against the raiders. So, Pat I, and George, uh, you're going to be very disappointed. I am looking forward to to you reading out the Paddy and George ad on next week's podcast. What, Sam, one take, one take. One, oh, yeah. that's, that's a given. <laughs> Sam, the Dolphins and the Dragons tonight. Dolphins at a dollar forty-eight. Drags two sixty-eight. Who do you like here? Uh, look, it's a tough one. Um, I'll probably lean towards the Dolphins. We, we, this is another real tough one in terms of the Dragons situation. They lose their main man in Ben Hunt. It's a massive out for the side traveling away, but they're going to be up for it. It's still raw enough that they're still going to be very excited um, after last week's win. So it's a close one, but I'll take the Dolphins. I won't take any lines, but dollar forty-eight for the Dolphins. I think that they win. Yep. Sam Eels Cowboys Eels dollar seventeen firm favorites in this. Let's go to the line in this one, which is fifteen and a half points. Would you be taking the line for the Eels? Well, my pl- my value plays around the around the Eels and them scoring points. So mm. that sort of suggests that I should be taking the line. Uh, <laughs> one thing I would say is that the Cowboys got an absolute drubbing and were embarrassed last week. So they're going to come out with a fairly good attitude. Now, I've got no doubt that they'll be there to play. If they were playing at home, it would be different. But you're also playing away in a um, fairly hostile stadium as well. So, uh, look, I'm going to – I'll let, let the Eels um, give away the start. I'll stick with them. Yeah. Warriors and Broncos over in New Zealand. Warriors dollar forty one favourites. Broncos two ninety. Thought the Warriors might have been a little bit shorter than this. Uh, who do you like here? Yeah, I like. Uh, I probably like the Warriors. Uh, one thing I'll quickly touch on the Dolphins game. I think Cody Nicarima might get a try as well. You can get some decent odds about him. I think he'll inject himself late in that game and, mm. and see some. And I also like Sloan as well. But we do try and stay away from the Thursday night fixtures. But I don't mind Sloan and and um, Nicarima scoring tries at, at decent prices as well. So that's just on that previous one. Yeah, Warriors Broncos. I think that the Broncos, I think the line's too high, to be honest. I think $2.90 from the win and eight and a half start, I'd be taking the Broncos there. But I, I think that the Warriors, once again, through the middle, um, to value around their middle scoring tries. Not, not, not a lot of faith from the uh, in the old wires in this potty from you two boys, but that's all right. Interesting to see that one pans out. Rabbitohs and Raiders. Rabbitohs, pretty firm $1.69 favourites. It is in Sydney. Raiders at $2.16. Sam, who wins this one? <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, really. Um, I, I really do think that the Raiders will fix a lot of last week's um, little effort areas, which they let themselves down after a really big um, couple of months of footy where they've been flying. So I, I reckon they'll fix a lot of those issues. Uh, whether or not they can go there and 
knock off the the rabbits. I'm not sure, but look, Ra- Raiders with a two and a half start get a dollar ninety about it. That's that's probably my play. Yeah. And to wrap up the round, the Knights versus the Seagulls on Sunday afternoon. Now, you mentioned you're pretty keen on the Knights. Would you be taking the 11.5 line? Oh, well, my Hail Mary says so, so I better take it. (laughs) Beautiful, mate. Uh, Guys, to finish up the podcast, the punters head-to-head battle. We were so close to giving away our first jersey. Christian Norton Skipness, he nailed his $3.30 shot. Very good punter, this man. But Marky Nichols, the goat, not actually the Dolphins, <laughs> Marky Nichols, but Marky Nichols, who goes by uh, Dr. Rodney Undersline on social media, <laughs> he's um he's gone. Will he had Will Warbrick anytime try scorer under forty seven and a half total match points at three dollars sixty in that game. So he got bigger odds, so he knocked poor old Christian off. Oh, oh no, no. your heart breaks, we don't have to buy a jersey. Oh, no. I was shattered. I was absolutely shattered for oh, no. jersey. Coming out of Sam's paycheck anyway, so it doesn't matter. I've yeah. heard Doctor Rodney Undersline talking about how he wants a vintage Adelaide Rams jersey. So that'll probably cost about five hundred grand on the black market because they're no, that much. I've heard Rodney Howe, Perth Reds. Oh, Perth Reds. Yeah. It's probably so. more expensive than the Rams. <laughs> so let's hope Rodney gets done this week, so I don't have to fork out for that. Now, he he's played this week, the Raiders versus Rabbitohs game. He's gone south, negative four and a half, four and a half line. South to win eight, be twin be winning at halftime and full time. Alex Johnson anytime try score at three dollars eighty. He takes on Steely, who won the head to head contest uh on Instagram. With a big play, he went Storm one to twelve against the Dolphins. Warbrick Munster anytime try scores over thirty eight and a half points at twenty five to one. So a very deserved entry Huge. this week. Huge. This week he's gone nearly the same as uh, Doctor Rodney. Rabbitohs one to twelve win. Alex Johnson anytime try score at three dollars ninety eight. That was on his platform of choice betting. Three dollars ninety eight. Five dollars on better that same play for the record. Uh, so very similar plays there. When you do put your play, I cannot say this any more times. This is the last time I'm going to say it. When you put your play on the Instagram story, add your odds. I reckon half the plays don't have odds and I don't chase it up. So last time I say it, there are also bugger all winners last week. So you can win with a 3 or $4 pop. I guarantee it one week. So you don't need to go bonkers. Boys, let's wrap it up for round 13. Sam, thank you, mate. Always a chore, never a pleasure, boys. Oh, you had to think about that one a bit, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, the big pause. Being the poet that you are. Uh, uh, Hughie, quote of the day, is it? Yeah, yeah, quote of the day. Hughie, thank you, mate. Thanks, boys. Yeah, Tim and Tim and I, we're kind of going up against each other this weekend. So one will come out with the gravy and one will probably have egg on the face. As long as Sam reads the plug next week, I don't care. Cheers for tuning <laughs> in, guys, and good luck in round 13.